family for the online devotion. I am super excited and encouraged to be bringing a word uh, for this morning's devotion. My name is Cameron and I'm part of the Young Adults team, uh, always here in the 6pm. So if you ever want to find me, I'm here in the 6pm serving um, and part of team here. Uh, Today's devotion uh, will tie and uh, dovetail a little bit off of Friday Night's Youth, which was on relationships, but specifically looking at friendships. Uh, you know, in the Bible, there's quite a few friendships that we, we know of and uh, aware of the benefits. You know, David and Jonathan, uh, Jesus and his disciples, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Um, and today's prayer is really to look at our friendships around us. And then I've got to ask the question, are we being good friends to one another? Uh, so we've got a verse that uh, I believe is encouraging, uh, Ecclesiastes 4.10. Uh, some of you may know which references, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. So we're going to be diving into a bit of scripture and I've got, if you've got your Bibles with you or if you're on the Bible app, you can get to Mark chapter 2 verse 2. Um, but I have to say the disclaimer Uh, For any married man, I suppose, but me specifically, my best friend is my wife, uh, Bianca, who could be watching online at this moment. Uh, There's been those days where I've fallen down and she's most definitely helped me up and vice versa, where there's definitely days that uh, she's fallen and I've been the soft space to land and uh, to share a tear with and to lift her up as well. Um, So any youth that may be listening right now, you'll know friendships are really important. You know, it speaks about good company and how bad company can corrupt um, one another. So today's passage would be in Mark 2, chapter chapter 2, verse 2. So if you found it, we'll be reading um, up to verse 5. It says the following, we're referencing about Jesus, his teaching, his evangelizing, and the following takes place. They gathered in such a large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. We later read that Jesus addresses the Pharisees and they have his evil intentions. But verse 12 is quite profound for me. He says, He got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of them all both the crowd and the Pharisees, and referencing the paralyzed, well, what was paralyzed man? And I want to tie a a beautiful visualization in what it would mean to be on top of a roof, four friends, lowering what was their paralyzed friend down below. You know, I find it interesting that in today's world, you know, a large crowd in front of these men were not a hindrance in any way, but rather an obstacle that they were willing to tackle together. In today's world, we're so easily, you know, to say to friends, you know, I can't attend this, can't be here, can't help you there. I can't lend a couple of bucks to you. And we're starting these obstacles that could be in front of us. We're starting to not tackle them head on with our friends and overcome them, but sometimes finding it as an excuse to not be the friend that I believe God has called us to be. So the beauty of what it means to be four friends uh, on top of the roof and Jesus's words when he saw their faith I love that reference. It it wasn't the paralyzed man uh, because he had no involvement in the actual action of getting him there. He was solely reliant on his friends. I want to let that sink in for just a minute and how important it is to have yourself with the right friends. What happens if he didn't have his four friends? What happens if he had four friends but not committed? He may not be walking out 
the man he is today. A beautiful uh, visualization I want to take us through as well is what it would mean to see him walk out the doors, run down, uh, however they got on top of the roof, run down the stairs or run down whatever they had used as method to get on top of the roof and see your friend and embrace him. There's a beauty in good friendships when you see something happen to a good friend. There's a, a, an encouraging feeling. There's an emotion that takes place when it's a good friend that goes through something, gets engaged. We have friends that get engaged or get married or, you know, something takes place in their life that we're excited for them. But those good friends that go through stuff, you almost get emotional. And I could imagine five people standing on all fours, uh, all fours, sorry, both their feet, uh, five people and embracing one another in knowing that their friend is now healed through the works of Jesus, but the faith of them all. So I hope that's encouraging. And we have to ask the question of, well, what is the qualities of good friendship? And I want to keep it a little bit practical and rooted in scripture that I believe we are called to love one another. First and foremost, that we are called to love one another. In Romans 12, 10, it says, be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Now, again, we reference the story in Mark that, you know, what would have happened if one of the friends or two of the friends or all four said, you know, man, there's quite a large crowd here today. You know, on Facebook, Jesus said he would be here. It's a three-day event. Maybe we'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> As we know the story, Jesus ends up leaving not shortly afterwards. But what would have it been to have friends that are uncommitted, that love themselves above their friend who was meant to get healed? So I want to encourage us, are we willing to go out of our way a little bit? Damien in Famous Stories had made this one reference that stuck with me. He said, you know, you might have to take a friend home after church and he might not live on the same street as you, he might even be a little bit out of the way. But there's this beauty that once you dropped your friend off and they had received a little bit of Christ or given their life to the Lord or just felt a little bit fuller, you get home a little bit later, but you end up getting a little bit fuller when you reach home. There's a spiritual interaction that God can fulfill you um, with doing some works for him, uh, doing some works for the friends and being a good friend. So would we be willing to love one another is kind of point one. A second point is to forgive one another. In Colossians 3.13, it says, Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you have a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Interesting thought as to, well, what does it mean to be forgiven of our sins by the Lord? And similar as someone sins or transgresses against you, are you willing to forgive them? So those friends that are still good friends but have quarrels or there may be something that's gone on, said something behind your back and you ended up finding out, are you willing to forgive them? In such a manner. And then point one, to love on them thereafter and not hold that against them for eternity to come. The last point uh, to tie back to Ecclesiastes 4.10 is to support one another. Once someone falls down or stumbles or uh, should we say it, a, a Christian backslides, uh, doesn't start attending church anymore and you're kind of wrestling with this, I thought he was giving his life to the Lord. Are we willing to still support one another? Reach out to the friend, be persistent, lift them up in prayer, support one another through their trials and their tribulations. I really hope this has encouraged you today and uh, we have something exciting that's taking place in the life of the young adults. Uh, so you'll see down below is a brief form to be part of our WhatsApp group and we're sharing an encouragement um, on our WhatsApp group. So if you're between the ages of 18 to 25, a student ministry, uh, we've got something exciting that's taking place for you specifically. But for everyone watching online, I hope it's been a good morning. I hope that we can go out and love one another, forgive one another and support one another as we've learned in the scripture today. May we close our eyes in a moment of prayer. 
So Father God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for the encouragement, the practicality of what it means to go out into the world and love on our friends and support our friends and forgive our friends uh, for those who transgress against us. Father, we thank you for friendship. We, we know that there is so much importance in community and just last night or in the week that when we had our dream team activation party scene, a body of Christ come together to do your will, Father, that there would be friendships in those communities and likewise in the community and the congregation of the church. And for everyone who's watching online right now, would you place someone on their heart today, Father? Would you place someone on their heart to pray for, to uh, have an opportunity in their workplace or their school or their varsity today, Father, that they would have a moment of prayer or an encouragement or just share the good news of you, Father? We thank you for your love that you've given us so freely. We say this all in your powerful and mighty name. Amen.